Welcome to Live to Grind. My name is Brennan T. Adams, serial entrepreneur, inventor, TV creator, and speaker, passionate about helping others create something great and become unforgettable. Join me each week to discuss practical ways to help you increase your income and impact as an influencer in your industry. My goal is to help you take your business and lifestyle to the next level. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Live to Grind podcast show. I'm Brennan C. Adams, and this is by far my favorite holiday. It is the 4th of July. Happy 4th of July, everyone. Happy Independence Day. You know, this has always been my favorite holiday. I'm going to explain why it's my favorite holiday. Right now, by the way, if you hear a little background noise, I am driving <laughs> driving from Garnavillo, my hometown. I was here for three days, heading to Des Moines, and I'm... Heading to the airport, my flight leaves at 1.37 p.m. It is 8.30 a.m., so I need to get to the flight. And uh, anyways, heading back to Orlando, and I'll actually be in, I'll be with my girlfriend, we'll be in St. Augustine here on the 4th of July. But I'm recording a day early, right before this goes out on the holiday, 4th of July. But I, I figured this show would be just ideal for everything going uh, perfect for my time in life and just some things I really want to share I think you guys will be inspired by and also for you wherever you're at right now your situation to really strive to become better and go after your dreams and have the chance to live the American dream because we all have the opportunity if you are in the United States right now you live in the best country ever and that's my belief you have the opportunity of so much freedom Um, But also for all you listeners in other countries, thank you for listening, and you're going to love this as well. Because opportunity, there's so much opportunity out there. You know, there are time after time after time, success stories have happened from people that had so many obstacles, that had so many things against them, had things go wrong along the way. But what made them different and what allowed them to achieve their American dream, to achieve their goals, to achieve their big dreams, is they kept going. They kept going. It's the biggest thing. I, I get out of the book Think and Go Rich. I get out of all the things I've read. I get out of all the people I've worked with, my mentors. Just keep going. You just have to keep going. And when you just keep going, you will overcome your obstacles, you know, They say eventually you get enough no's, no, no, no. Eventually somebody's going to say yes. You knock on enough doors, you call enough people, you send enough emails. Eventually somebody will say yes. If you're going and trying to get investment right now, you're raising money, you hear no's. Just take in consideration the no's you get. What kind of feedback are they giving you? Take that feedback into consideration and better your plan. Make your your plan more strategic. And over time, eventually, somebody will see it, and they they will jump on the opportunity. I was recently just sitting with a buddy. I was sitting with a buddy who I hope I can get on the show here sometime soon, but he just raised, it was like $1.2 million in the last six months, and he said he goes to so many meetings, and literally, like, you never know whether that's going to be a meeting where they invest twenty five grand or two hundred grand. And he said he had one of them that he didn't have any expectation, didn't know what happened, what, what it would become out of it. And 
it, w- what actually happened is within a uh, 24-hour notice, he got a call. He got a call and said, hey, um, we're flying in. We want to come meet with you, talk about your business, what you have. They flew in. They met with him on Saturday. By Monday, he had $200,000 investment. So things like that happen. But you know what? Everybody hears about that, but not everybody hears about the hundreds of other meetings he did that turned into nothing. That was just uh, a meeting that ended in nothing. It went nowhere. But that's the thing. You have to keep going. You just have to keep putting yourself out there for these opportunities. And, And that's one thing that I've really learned over everything is the most successful entrepreneurs, most successful people just keep going. They don't stop. Sometimes it takes years. There, even I know, like there's times you get pissed off, frustrated. You're like, what the fuck? Like, what am I going to do? And the thing is, you just have to keep going. And sometimes along the way, people are going to, they're going to come and they're going to, they're, they're going to be in your life and they're going to come out of your life and people that they think they can handle it, but they can't. Not many people can handle it because it is tough. I mean, there is stuff along the way, but it's so worth the journey. It's so worth the struggle to get to your end goal. Why give up? Why give up? And honestly, if it was easy, you wouldn't appreciate the, the victory as much. So just keep going. So examples of just keep going in my life or just, uh, or my, I guess, family background and just kind of talk about the American dream and how it all started. So my grandpa, my grandpa, was a commercial fisherman. He actually, he worked on the railroad for a while. He was a commercial fisherman. He was a hunter. He he trapped the land. Like, he literally lived off the land. This is no joke. Like, people say, oh, my grandpa lived off the land. He did. And I remember my dad saying, and this is back in the day. So they grew up in, in Clayton, Iowa. I was actually there this weekend. It's Rivertown. And in the Garneville area, um, Garneville, Iowa, Actually, where my grandpa used to have a place, um, we, I own, uh, my parents own a cabin, and my, my brother and I own some land near there, and one of our good friends, Ronnie Fry, actually uh, bought the, the land that my grandpa had, which is cool to see, but uh, anyways, my grandpa had, the beginning, not a pot to piss in. He had nothing. He literally had nothing, and... My dad always said, like, now he's like, oh, I can't eat venison. It's deer. He's like, growing up, literally, my dad would shoot a deer, and that's what we ate. We ate the venison. We ate rap. We literally ate off the land because we didn't have much to live off of. And so my grandpa, he, he worked so hard. He worked so hard, and he wanted to please his, his wife, my grandma, and, uh, like, literally just to do whatever he could to make ends meet. And grow or raise the family, which is my my bro, or my I'm getting confused here. To raise the family, which is uh, my dad, and then uh, the three other ones. So there's there's Gary, and then there's Diane and, and Sandy. So three four kids total. So he he did whatever it took. He fished. What they did is commercial fish. You can actually sell fish per the pound. They net them on the river. Um, he trapped animals, muskrat, coon. Um, and he was a hunter, and that's how he made a living. And then he would he would do some odds and ends here, sell things. But you know what? He did what he loved, and he worked hard, and he raised a great family. And no, he wasn't 
the richest man out there. He he had he had some money, but he lived a great life and he raised a great family. And he really did live the American dream. You know, my uncle, and this is something I think my dad's talked about on the show before, but my uncle, he was a, a multimillionaire and he was a lawyer and he was another guy that lived the American dream and he worked his ass off and he did some of the biggest cases like they're just awesome to see he was um in omaha papillion is where he was uh he was a lawyer in so he once said to my dad he said you know what which is his brother so that'd be my great uncle um dixon adams what he said to to my dad about stanley adams who's my grandpa he said you know what randy your dad lived a great life. He lived on his own terms. He was happy. He didn't live a life of luxury. He didn't live on others people, other people's terms. He did what he loved. He didn't do the things that everybody expected that the world wanted him to do. He did what he loved, and he lived his life to the fullest. He was a smart one. Now, this advice came from a multimillionaire, very successful, which I know that Dixon lived a great life and did the things he loved, but I can tell you, moral of the story is my grandpa was a millionaire at heart he was living the millionaire lifestyle he was doing what he loved but in reality he didn't have much money but he loved what he did so that's where it began my grandpa lived the American dream then it came to my father my dad grew up again didn't have much money he worked his ass off he was a guy that was always trying new things he's very entrepreneurial he had a lunch wagon. He actually had like a, we'll call it what we call a food truck. He had it. He went to different, uh, there was marinas. He went to uh, areas where there'd be a lot of traffic, basically uh, a lot of people there. And he would open his lunch wagon to sell food. And he's even um, for, there's a, uh, where they do mining, there's an area where semis come down. And he actually like would go there and all the semis came down, would buy food from him. And, and that's how we got started. And then he got to that, and then he did some other things here and there, worked for other people. I mean, he tried all kinds of different things. And then one day, he got opportunity to work in the ice business, work for a guy by the name of Jim Mason. And Jim, he really just started this ice business. He had a couple kids that were in it, um, and I think he had maybe 10 different business accounts they delivered to. My dad had the opportunity to, to work in it. So he worked in the summer, and he said to Jim, he's like, can I like hustle and get us new accounts and, and try to like expand this? And Jim was like, yeah, go for it. So my dad hustled. He went, he got more accounts, more accounts, and they just, they exploded. Before I knew it, they had over a hundred accounts and even expanded farther. I mean, he was going all over the Northeast Iowa region, um, delivery nice, and he was going nonstop. My dad was very motivated. Well, then he came to the point where he's like, you know what? I don't want to just work for somebody. I want to do my own thing. And he had the opportunity to buy a marina. He was actually going to buy a marina and where you buy a marina where boats come in and sell bait and tackle and everything else. And he's going to go buy this. And he told Jim Mason this. Well, Jim Mason said, no, you don't need to buy that. Why don't you buy this business? My dad ended up buying the business out. And I think this was like in 19... 86, he got in the business. I think 87 or 88, he bought the business. Um, and he, he grew it. I was born in 89. My whole life, 
I saw my dad working in that business and expanding it. I'll never forget. Again, this is why this holiday is so important to me. Every 4th of July weekend, I was in an ice truck delivering ice. And that's why I came back this past weekend. And I'm not there for the 4th. I'm back home on the 4th, but I came for the weekend to deliver. I was in an ice truck uh, over the last few days and <laughs> reliving my, my old-time experiences. But he worked his ass off. And at the beginning, I was actually in the better stage because my brother and sister are 34, 35. Um, and uh, they, they actually, when they were growing up, they didn't have as much because my parents were building a business. But my dad kept going. And what happened is, is he built a very good life. He, he got the American dream. So that business is what supported us kids growing up. That business is what bought my, my dad's land, which when he bought it, here's a, a crazy little uh, like show about the power of uh, return on income or return on uh, investment. My dad invested, he was like, I don't know, six, $700 an acre in 80 acres of land back in, it was the early 90s, I, I believe it was, or maybe it was like maybe 88. And he, he bought that land. Well, today it's worth $5,000 an acre. So that, that is something that uh, we've been able to enjoy over the years. The Timberland, actually, we're going with our mastermind group here in a month, in August, to, to mastermind at, at the woods. If you follow me on Snapchat, you literally will see um, just when I go back home how beautiful it is. Snapchat is btadams18 if you want to follow me. So he, he got that. He built a cabin. He bought some more land. He has a house, and he has us, us children. He raised us. And he's built up some wealth. He is no billionaire man. He doesn't have millions of dollars. But I will tell you, he has everything he wants. He even says that to me. Son, I have everything I want in life. He even says, he's like, you know, son, maybe I wasn't as ambitious. I see you, everything you're doing, and you're really thinking big. And I just, for me, he's like, you know, I used to want to be, my goal was to be a millionaire by 30. Never had it. He's like, my goal is to be a millionaire by 40. I didn't hit it. And he's like, at that point, he said, I didn't care anymore. I had my kids. I had you. I had my family. I had the woman I loved. I have a great life. Didn't matter. I have everything I want. And there's a lot to say about that. Much respect for my father. So much respect. And that is one of my big whys. Why I do what I do. And it's just cool to see again. He achieved what he wanted. And no, he didn't want to. Before he got going, he thought he wanted to take over the world. But then he realized, like, this is, I got what I want. And just thankful. I, I bought the company from my father three years ago. It's something I always wanted to do. I bought the ice business and he still works in it. He has a job working in it. And, uh, actually, um, we have some other employees that do routes and stuff and it's just cool to go back home and, and experiencing this. Is why I want to do this show target on this, just my experiences as well. So my dad lived the American dream. He did. And he worked hard. He kept going. He just kept going. There was a lot of struggles in the ice business. I will never forget growing up where shit went wrong. A truck would break down. Like there's one time he had to beg the banker to give him more money so he could keep going. You know, funny thing. This is back in the day. This would never happen anymore. The banker was a good friend. And the, the banker actually said, he said, you know what? I'm not going to loan you money from the bank, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you a personal loan. He ended up giving my dad a $10,000 personal loan. Something 
I'll never forget. My dad will never forget a favor he did for him to keep going. He believed in him. And, well, dad made it. So American dream. He kept going. He got it. And then here I come along. I'm living the American dream. I'll tell you what. And it's, it's about grinding, keep going. I think about this. And I grow up, and I grew up in an ice business. I delivered ice. And some people may look at, and this is, I want you to take away here, always respect everyone. I don't care what they do. I don't care whether they're, they're slinging ice bags, they're a deliver, delivery man, they're a janitor, they're a CEO of a company. They are a mechanic. Whatever position, you always have respect for someone. You never look down upon anyone. And this is one thing that pisses me off because I will, like, there are people out there that think they're better than other people. And just because of their entitlement, their position, or the money that they have, they feel like they're better than other people. They aren't. Respect everyone. Because as you see, some people are living a million-dollar or millionaire lifestyle, and they're not millionaires. They're happy at what they do. You look at my, my grandpa. He didn't have a lot of money, but he was happy. You look at my dad. He grew up, and he was poor, but then he ended up making some money, and he, he has a happy life. And you know there's other people out there that money isn't the biggest thing to them. Doing what they love and enjoying family is what means the most to them. You know, I'm the kind of person I strive and let's be the best you and make a lot of money. That's what I want. But there are some people... They have different visions in their life. Long as they're happy. What I try to strive to people and push into them is say, hey, you know, if you're not happy, change it. Don't bitch. But if you are happy, great. Be the best at what you do. Master your craft. Enjoy life. So for me, growing up, um, worked my ass off. And my dad, he didn't want to give a handout because he didn't want me. He wanted me to have the same uh, opportunities. He, he wanted me to be able to work for it. In college, I had to, heck, I had to clean buildings. I was a resident manager, which is AKA clean up shit and, and clean the buildings and, and like basically do all the bitch work I didn't want to do, but it paid my rent. It paid my rent. And I worked in the ice business on the weekends. I remember, heck, when I graduated college and looking back five years ago, five years ago, I, I had no online presence at all. None. I was literally... Like, uh, I was, I was selling ice, selling real estate, doing Arctic stick. I didn't have a Brennan I didn't, I had one site. Maybe I had an Arctic stick site. I remember Arctic stick, like having my first website was big for me. I felt proud and I was, I was just living a different lifestyle, but I was working hard and I did one thing and another and I kept going. And again, I thought it was all Arctic stick at the beginning. That was going to be my big thing, but Arctic stick led to crowdfunding. Crowdfunding led to other opportunities like TV and video. It led to me helping do campaigns for other people. It led to me doing speaking, throwing events. It led to all other opportunities. And those opportunities five years ago, I would have never guessed. But you know what? I kept going. And I kept going. And I saw the things I liked. I made pivots. And I kept getting better. And I'm still going, getting better, uh, just trying to better myself at everything I do and go in the right direction. And today... I am living an American dream. I literally get to travel the country. I, I get to be able to, to reach people all over the world through my podcast show. I get to speak at events. I have a TV show we have coming out this fall that I'm so excited for. I have a film coming out this fall. I have opportunities coming at me. And yes, there are obstacles. There are struggles and different things. If, it, if 
anybody says all day it, it, it's just flowers and rainbows, no, it's bullshit. They can tell you that. There's obstacles. And if they are telling you that, they're having obstacles and they just won't, sh they won't share it with you. So there's obstacles. But that's a part of the journey. Just know it's a part of your journey. And again, I'm doing what I love. And as I grow and get bigger, as our team grows, as we hit our goals and go to the next goal and the next goal, we will always get better. But we'll know we're living the American dream. The American dream is available to you. All you have to do is keep going. I look at this philosophy and as I was slinging ice bags this past weekend and filling up a cooler and every time I saw an empty cooler, it reminded me all the days where we would be so happy to see empty cooler because that meant more cash flow, more revenue, <laughs> and it meant we got toys as growing up as kids. That means <laughs> we get we get some fireworks. Unfortunately, I would, my dad would go buy a bunch of fireworks for us. But as I sling those bags, every stop I go to, I would make sure I can get every bag I can. Here's the reasons for this. One, our company, Adam's Ice Service, we strive to give the best service. We may not be the cheapest, but we strive to give the best service. And we want to make sure you never run out of ice because if you run out of ice, that's lost sales. So we would make sure everybody have enough ice. And some, I've worked in ice company before with other distributors where not everybody filled it up. And that bothered me because here's the thing. Let's say you leave four, let's say you have an ice cooler and you only fill it three-fourths four. Maybe even fill it where, hey, there's three bags you could have put in, but you didn't. Those three bags that you didn't put in could have been the bags that would keep it so the customer doesn't run out and have lost sales. Three bags. You think about it that way, but here's the deal. Let's say you do that, and let's say three bags you didn't put in to a store. You could have put three more bags in each store, and let's say you have 20 stops in a day. That's 60 bags. That adds up. Every little bit counts. So when I deliver ice, and the philosophy I've always had growing up is make sure you fill the cooler, and you can always go get one more bag. Don't let that one bag, and that, that bothered me. Like literally, if I didn't throw enough bags down to go, and I still need one more, most people are like, I don't wanna have to get back in the truck and get the bag. I do, because one more bag, you don't know. That that could be one lost sale. It could be something that makes a customer mad because you didn't get it completely filled. Like, And that, that philosophy is why I took on a business and everything else. One more bag, one more email, one more phone call, one more door that I knock on, one more video that I create, one more event that I speak to, one more call that I do, one more. You should have that philosophy and you have that philosophy, keep going one more. It's like the three feet from gold, you're almost there, you just gotta keep going. If you have that philosophy in everything you take on in life and you just keep going, just like the story at the beginning from my buddy, investor, or the guy that was going out and get investment, one more meeting he did because he knew it was closer to that one meeting that could get him everything he needs, all the funding to fund and develop his idea. One more. So I want you to think of that. I want you to think about that because I think for getting to the American dream, you've got to have the one more mentality to keep going. That's what my grandpa had. That's what my father had. That's what I have. And I'm living the American fucking dream. So I hope you enjoyed the show and I'm going to do a little giveaway here for since it is my favorite holiday, I have a course called Idea to Revenue. Basically for any of you out there that wants to learn how to make money on your own online or just doing your own business, 
I teach it all. This is one I did a while back where I actually created this course in the afternoon. It's a great course. And by the way, if you're a seasoned entrepreneur, you can still learn something here. So for the first 10 people that email me, email me brandon at brandontadams.com. Send me an email brandon at brandontadams.com. And in the title put, I want the course. And when you send me an email, be like, hey Brandon, and tell me what's up. Tell me about your background. Tell me about your story. Tell me about what your one more is gonna be to achieve your American dream. What is your American dream? What is it? Are you going after it? Send me that email, I will send you the course for free. Um, I wanna be able to share more I can with you. I wanna literally help you all listeners as much as possible. I appreciate you all reaching out every day. I get an email, I get a Snapchat, I get somebody reaching out and it's, it, I really enjoy it and I appreciate you all. Happy 4th of July, everyone. Go out there and live the American dream and you know what time it is. Go out there, create something great and become unforgettable because life is too short not to. I'm Bernie T. Adams. Have a great day, everyone.